Yes, people, how are we all doing? I hope we're all doing really well. Welcome back to Process, a podcast with myself, Brendan Pearson. Yes, people, so we are back with yet another solo episode. This one is going to be focusing on why you cannot rely on motivation. Now, currently, we are in lockdown. The day that we're recording this podcast, we are still in lockdown. And I put a post on Instagram the other day talking about people maybe feeling like they've lost their purpose to exercise, to look after themselves, because let's be honest, lockdown's a bit shit. We don't really have a lot of things to look forward to. We're very uncertain about our future. If you've you played competitive sport, if you played football, rugby, anything like that, that's all being cancelled at the minute. And even some of the higher leagues, like the National League in terms of football, it's very questionable if that's going to be go, go on and continue. So what what is the point to, to keep yourself fit? And then also in terms of summer up and coming, that is something that obviously people do look forward to and want to get in shape for. We don't know what's going to happen with someone. We don't know how much of a summer we're actually going to be able to get. We don't know if we're going to be able to get abroad and get some sun. And that is obviously a big motivation for people to get in shape and look good on holiday and get that beach body in a sense. So it's all up in the air. We don't know. So that that added motivation, that added incentive, maybe that purpose to take care of your nutrition, take care of your training, get in shape has gone a little bit, which I think a lot of people are struggling with at the minute, which is why... I want to focus on this podcast and get the point across about why you can't rely on that motivation and you need to find something internally to to keep you going in almost a different purpose that isn't maybe so egotistic and maybe isn't so focused on one thing that you can't control like COVID, like football being cancelled, like holidays being cancelled. You need to find something internally that is going to keep you going every single day, build a routine up and something that you have in place that you know, right, I need to take care of my body, not just to look good, but for my own health and everything. So we'll dive into that in a second, but that is what this podcast is going to be on. So before we do jump into this episode, I want to just quickly say thank you for everybody who has supported the podcast, not only the podcast, but my own social media, my own business. Um, it's It's been obviously a tough time in terms of lockdown and everything, but the support that I've had, the messages I've received, received people sharing the podcast and stuff. I want to thank you all. And, like, I can't thank you all enough. It's been a massive boost myself and I'm going to try and keep this podcast going as best I can. I'm going to try and get a couple more guests on and just keep it going because I think, well, I hope that you will all enjoy it and I hope you also enjoy these solo episodes. So if there is anybody, any guests or anything specific, any topics that you would like me to discuss, drop me a message on Instagram at Brendan Pearson Fitness. The link for that is in the show notes. Drop me a follow, drop me a message, and then I'll just get back to you and I'll try and get get the guest on or the topic covered. Because I just want to want to do topics that obviously people are interested in and might be relevant to them and might help them. So we'll jump straight into motivation. Now, motivation can't be something that you rely on consistently like you can't rely on motivation all the time everybody's done that thing maybe when they're they're not feeling too great they go on youtube type in some motivational speech motivational gym video whatever it is just to get themselves going for a gym session or i don't know for like a football match or something everybody goes and, and they've done it once in their life at least you can't always do that all the time because there'll be a certain point where you're watching the same video over and over again and it's not actually doing anything it's not giving you that same buzz and you, you probably you don't feel like going to train. You don't feel like putting every everything into what you've got to do. You've got to realise that 
you're not always going to feel great. There's going to be days where you don't feel like doing stuff, but you need to remember why you need to go and do the stuff and you need to remember that feeling after you finish that that workout, maybe finish that, even if it's like that bit of work that you've been kind of sitting on, that bit of university, uni work or whatever it is, it could be anything. That That's something that you do not want to do. Obviously, I'm going to make it specific to fitness, but it could be anything in life. There's always going to be things that you don't want to do. There's always going to be days that you don't feel like doing stuff, but that motivation is only going to be there short-lived. You can't rely on that. You've got to have something else, some some sort of discipline, some routine that's going to that's going to force you to get that stuff done. So you commonly see it in terms of in, in the gym. Obviously, it's been a little bit different this January, but normally you get them January, January gym goers who come in for the first few weeks, they hop on the treadmill, they say, right, I'm going to I'm gonna lose all my weight, this is going to be the year, I'm going to do this, that and the other, but they don't stick to it. Three or four weeks down the line, they kind of, they go back to the old ways, you don't see them in the gym and that's kind of it. So that, that initial two or three weeks, yes, that was motivation to get themselves in the gym, but after that, there needs to be something there long term to actually keep them going and keep you doing that that thing that's going to get you the goal that you want so motivation is is pretty much bullshit in a sense it's gonna be it's great the days that you do feel motivated to do stuff making the most of them but it's not going to be there so if you're someone who feels like they do struggle with the discipline side they do struggle with the routine do struggle with getting things done that they maybe don't want to do then you need to, like I said before, think of something internally, think of a purpose, not a motivation, you can call it a motivation if you want to use that term, but I'll try to avoid that term, a purpose for doing something. Now, one of the, the easiest reasons to, to exercise and to stick to a, a healthy diet is your own health. It's obviously, it's it's a given that exercise plays a big part in lowering risk of things like heart disease, cardiovascular disease, cancers, obesity, diabetes, all that stuff, it's a given that exercise will contribute to obviously minimizing your risk in terms of, of getting any sort of them diseases. Now that should be an incentive in itself. There's also things like it can massively improve sleep. Now sleep has been shown to increase life expectancy. If you're getting a solid seven to eight hours of sleep per night consistently, then that's going to increase your life expectancy and who doesn't want to live longer? Like there isn't someone who doesn't want to live longer. So exercise can affect loads of different things in terms of your health. Like I mentioned about sleep, I've done a podcast previously talking about sleep. So if you want to go back and listen to that one, definitely worth checking out. And I've also done a little IGTV on my Instagram talking about sleep with a few little funny memes and stuff in there as well, if you're interested in watching that. Now, apart from health, which I think, like I said, that should be a big enough motivation to exercise. I'm not saying exercise to a point where you need to be a bodybuilder or a powerlifter or compete in the CrossFit Games. No, just exercise for health. Go on the odd run, the odd cycle, go for long walks. Obviously, integrating resistance training. I'm a massive believer in everyone should be doing some form of resistance training, whether it is a lot of bodyweight movements, whether it is barbell, dumbbell work, kettlebell work, whatever it is building some some form of muscle and being able to move well with weight, with additional load, is gonna help you long-term in terms of your own mobility, being able to, to move well when you're older. And obviously, the older you get, the more important trying to build or maintain muscle mass becomes because you start to you start to lose muscle the older you get and you don't wanna be weak and fragile when you're getting into your 60s, 70s and 80s. You wanna be able to get up out your chair and move around and play with your grandkids. So doing things when you're younger, 
obviously getting taught the right techniques, doing it safely in a controlled environment, which is why personal trainers are so important to teach people how to lift correctly, do the right movements, and yeah, just not get injured because we want to be able to move really well down the line, not just while we're in our 20s or our 30s. We want to be able to do this stuff when we're in our 60s and 70s. So yeah, whatever exercise it is, do it for health purposes. And then if you if you end up enjoying it and you want to pursue that a little bit more and go a little bit more competitive or a bit more bodybuilding, go down different routes, perfect. But the main point here is everyone should be exercising for health. Now, if, if, if that isn't a big enough incentive to do something, now what else could be an incentive to go and exercise? One of the big reasons why a lot of people started going to the gym, I know for myself, was because I was skinny and I wanted to feel stronger. Maybe I was I was getting picked on for being tall and skinny at school or maybe I wanted to go and, I don't know, get a girlfriend or something like that. But for me, mainly, it was because I was tall and skinny at school and I started getting, not bullied, but you know, you get them, them people who say certain things to you. I wanted to put on a bit of muscle and maybe hold my own. And when, when you do go to the, the gym with your mates, you want to be someone who's, one of the stronger ones of the bunch or when you're playing rugby or football with your mates you want to be you want to be one of the better players who can tackle people and challenge and win all the battles sort of thing so there is that ego side to it that that is it i'm happy for that to be your incentive to do something if that makes you feel better 100 percent, go for it you might be someone whose confidence is really low like like myself back in the day when i was a little bit younger a little bit taller and skinnier like getting them insults and stuff knocked your confidence you may not feel like you can go and play like a, a game of football with your mates because you don't feel strong enough maybe you don't feel confident enough to go and approach a girl or the other way around if you if you're a girl wanting to approach a boy you might not feel confident enough now the gym is a great way of building confidence a massive way of building confidence just being able to move a little bit better lift a little bit more weight build a little bit of muscle feel Better obviously after exercise you get this endorphin release and that gives you a massive burst of confidence. Now a lot of my podcasts, YouTube videos, or like even me just like messaging a guest who I've I've never really met before, messaging a guest to come on the podcast. A lot of the times I do that, it's either straight after a workout or like the day that I've had a really good session because I've got such an endorphin release and I'm feeling a lot more confident. I'm feeling better in myself. Maybe I might think of a, a business idea or something. Like when you're in that that state when your endorphins are releasing, you're feeling good in yourself, good things will happen. Trust me. So exercise is not just there for your health. It's not just there for you to to look good. It's not just there for you to you know, increase your chances of picking up a partner. It's also there to to almost, like I, I'll probably call it the snowball effect, which is probably something that I'll, I'll t- touch on later. But that snowball effect of doing one good thing will lead to another good thing and another good thing. And it'll just continue and continue down the line. So I'll touch on the snowball effect a little bit later, but for now, if you're someone listening to this podcast and you don't have that quote-unquote motivation or that that burden desire to go and do something, but you know you need to go and do something, here's a little bit of a, a tip or something that you can do to kind of get you going, give you a little bit of a kickstart. Now, I'm big on goal setting. I've always been a big believer of all my clients, short-term, medium-term, and long-term. I don't get too fixated on the long-term goal because I'm a big believer that things in life can can go different paths and you might have one goal set for a year's time and then six months down the line you might be on a different path and you might find that your goal will actually want to change but definitely definitely set some short-term goals just to give you that added incentive to go and do something now in terms of goal setting 
if you're struggling to go and do something like, for example, if you want to, you know that you need to lose a little bit of weight, you need to probably lose four or five kilograms of body fat because you've been a little bit lazy with training, you've not been on it with your nutrition, you've you've just been slacking all in general. So what can you do to kickstart and get going? Now, set yourself a really simple goal to start with. So again, I'm going to make it fitness specific, but you can relate this into other aspects of life. So fitness specific one, get yourself out for a 10 minute walk each day. That'll already massively, massively help you, not just in terms of getting yourself moving, but also getting some sunlight exposure, which will help you sleep, which will help your circadian rhythm, which will help your recovery. Just set yourself, right, all you've got to do for the next week is go for a 10 minute walk each day. Simple, nothing else. Don't even bother picking up a weight. Don't even bother going for a run. Don't even bother doing anything like that. Just forget that nutrition, you can keep that the same. Like just do what you were doing, but just go for a 10 minute walk each day. Now, after that week, you've got, you've got to make sure you do this. So set, set a goal that's really simple. That's something that you, you pretty much can't fail on. 10 minute walk, everybody can fit a 10 minute walk in the day. Get outside, go out in the morning, 10 minutes before, before you go to work. Get that 10 minutes in, seven days a week. After that week, you will feel better. You will feel like you have accomplished something. Now, that feeling of accomplishment is what drives you to, to want to do more. Any successful person, they'll start off at the bottom. They'll they'll get small accomplishments and then they'll just keep on building and building and building until they obviously achieve greater things. Each small accomplishment is like a snowball effect to lead to better things. So these seven, 10-minute walks a day, you'll get to the end of that week and you'll be like, you know what? I felt really good for doing that. That was quite easy. I can now push this on a little bit maybe the next week. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to maybe do 20-minute walk per day. Then the next week, you do your 20-minute walk per day. Walk each day, excuse me. And then that becomes your norm. Now, I'm going to keep on mentioning this saying that becomes your norm because the more things that you do consistently, the more it becomes normal, the more it becomes a habit rather than something that you have to force yourself to do. So that 10-minute walk each day will turn into 20-minute walk each day. The longer that you do that 20 minute walk, the more it becomes a habit, the more it becomes like like brushing your teeth. Like everybody brushes the teeth twice a day, well at least you should brush your teeth twice a day. Like you've done that since you were a child, you were taught that that was a normal thing. So why can't we teach ourselves that exercise is a normal thing that we need to be doing? So it's like retraining your, retraining your body to, to do things again and get them into your routine and then they will become habits. So again, like I said, week two down the line, you're doing your 20 minute walk, you're like, at the end of that, you're like, you know what, that I feel much better for this. I feel good. I've accomplished something. I've got them endorphins released for, for doing my 20-minute walk for day. You know what I'm going to do once a week? I'm going to turn that 20-minute walk into a 20-minute light jog. I might even just do one minute on, one minute walk, one minute run, one minute walk, and just kind of continue that for another week, right? I've done one week. On Wednesday, I did my little 20-minute, one minute on, one minute off run. I feel really good for that. Next week, I'm going to try and do two. So you kind of probably get the idea. It's just increasing the the challenge increasing your goal ever so slightly each week each week because the obviously the the worst thing that you can possibly do the most demotivating thing is to set yourself a ridiculously high goal which is why you commonly see people with these these stupid diets that you see on instagram where they're, they're on like 200 calories a day for for seven days like going that extreme so soon is first of all it's not healthy at all but it's also make, like forcing you to, to do something that is in like near enough impossible. Excuse my phone going off in the background there. But yeah, setting these goals that are, that are too far ahead, like, I don't know, for example, like, right, I want to go and run a 5K run, but you haven't run in six months. 
Like that is going to kill you. You're going to maybe struggle to do this 5k run. You might get to 3k and you might like nearly pass out and be sore for weeks and that's going to completely put you off trying to to push again and do do another 5k down the line. So that's why you commonly see the people in the gym in January, they maybe come in and the, they might, I don't know, they might get a PT who maybe doesn't understand what they've been doing previously, maybe, or even just the shit PT because there was a lot out there, unfortunately. They might get a PT, have do a PT session and they might get absolutely blasted on that first session. They might have no appetite at night time. They might wake up the next day like they've just been in a car crash and feel like crap. Now, that's no no incentive that's not going to make them want to go and do it again that's going to if anything it's going to scare them that you're not going to go and want to go back in the gym but you probably won't be able to because you'll be that sore but you get my point set these goals that are realistic achievable and start really easy they honestly the easier that you are then the the more likely that you are going to want to do it again like everybody loves doing stuff that they're good at that's why people stick to stuff that they do that's why yeah that's why you stick to things that you enjoy doing because they make you feel good. So just give yourself achievable goals. That's the, the end of that point. I've probably just blabbered on for, for 10 minutes for no reason, but I'm repeating myself. But yeah, set these small achievable goals and then down the line, you can start progressing them. So like I said, with that example before, you started doing your maybe two runs a week and the rest of the time you, you are just doing your walks. Now you're getting really invested in this and you're like, you know what? I feel really good for this. You know what? I'm going to set myself a little goal in six months time to maybe try and do a, a 10k run or a half marathon run or whatever and then each week you're just going to slowly increase it and then you maybe start to develop an interest in this in this thing for example running you might start developing an interest thing like right what can I do in terms of my nutrition to to feel my performance what can I do in terms of my recovery to help me feel better when I'm running right maybe I'm going to invest in a book and maybe listen to a few podcasts watch a few YouTube videos on running how do I get a little bit fitter or is there any strength training stuff that I can do that can help improve my my, my running or my fitness and help me feel better because at the minute all the stuff that I'm doing I feel great but I feel like I could feel even better and it's just going to snowball and continue and that interest is going to develop and then maybe you might look into getting a coach for your running down the line which I think is something that a lot of people are scared of when you do develop this passion and, and an interest for something it's 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 okay to do things on your own, but you do get to a certain point where you need to reach out and get knowledge from people who have been there, made the mistakes that you might make or maybe have made, and they've been through certain situations that you're going to maybe face, and they know how to deal with it and tackle it, and they know they've they've had that knowledge and they've had that experience and they've been doing it for such a long time that they know what's best in terms of training, in terms of nutrition, because majority of people when they they start enjoying something and have a, a passion for something especially in terms of fitness they always overdo it like when I developed my passion for for training for for lifting weights I literally just killed myself I never took a day off I was doing push pull legs push pull legs push pull legs literally consistently all the time with no rest days and I burnt myself out now if I maybe reached out to a coach they could, have, they could have said to me, look, you know what? You need to take at least two rest days per week to allow that recovery, to allow the muscles to fully recover. So when it comes to that next session, you're fully recovered. The muscles have had time to repair all the damage and you can lift heavier and progress quicker. So all this this information that you're going to be getting from external coaches is going to help you. So reaching out to coaches could be your next little progression. And then he might say, right, you know what? You, your goal of doing a, a marathon run in three months time might be too short 
we're going to have to be realistic here. We're going to have to say, right, we're going to take a step back. We're going to put, push this goal back to maybe nine months, 10 months down the line. And at the minute, we're going to focus on this, this and this. So you can see what I mean, how this is going to snowball into better things. And like I said, when you are in a good mind frame in terms of your exercise, in terms of your routine, that only leads to be better things in other aspects of your life. Like I said, after I have a really good workout, my mind's in such a good place. I'm so positive. I kind of my confidence is high. I'll go and message someone on Instagram to try and organize a podcast who beforehand I might have been like, oh, well, if I message them, they might think I'm a bit of a weirdo. Who's this guy? And uh, like, and he's not going to come on my part. Like, the, like all these doubts in your mind. But when you're in that positive mindset, things change. You might think of a business idea. You might, you, you might, I don't know, for example, you, there might have been something that was bugging you with a friend who you fell out with a few weeks ago. You might just pick up the phone and just say, look, come on, let's just sort this out now. I'm in a better frame of mind to talk about it. Let's sort it out. Like little things like that. So kind of, again, went off topic, but you can see how important exercise is in terms of snowballing and progressing your life. And like I said before, once you get used to doing things consistently, like going for your walks, like hitting your, your macronutrient goals, if your nutrition's if you want to get your new nutrition on point, once you consistently get into the habit of doing these things all the time, like to start with, you might have to kind of force yourself to do stuff. You might have to force yourself to meal prep a little bit and maybe plan ahead with your food. You might have to force yourself to go to the gym or go for a run late at night after you've had a tough, way, tough day at work. But before you know it, if you consistently do that for maybe two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, six months, it becomes a habit. It becomes a norm. It becomes like, you know what? I, I don't even think about doing it. It is like me getting up and brushing my teeth in the morning. It's something that I know that I need to do each day to feel like I have accomplished something, which is why successful people can fit so many things in their day and they're so productive and they, they achieve these great things because they started off with the little things. They consistently built more and more things into their routine over time and it is just their norm. Like when I see, I don't know, YouTubers who are doing a video every single day or I see athletes who are training two, three times times a day and the nutrition's bang on and they've got this routine in place. I'm like, how do you like, how do you do that? And then fit in family life, fit in, don't know, other other bits of work alongside it. How do you fit in all in the business alongside that? But it's just because they've built up this routine from from years and years of experience of doing the right things consistently and this the snowball effect is really just just taken off and that is just their norm. So Again, I'm probably going down rabbit holes and stuff, but you can see how motivation is only going to be short term. You need to build good habits. You need to have routines in place. And yes, you might have to force yourself to do things to start with, but they will become habits and they will become second nature to you the more consistent you are. And exercise, I can't preach how important it is. I'm not going to force everybody to put a barbell on the back and do, don't know, like a five by five back squat at a stupid, ridiculous weight. Not everybody wants to do that. Yes, I understand that that's not suited for everybody's goal, but whatever your purpose is, if it's just general health, a little bit of resistance training, maybe two or three times a week, if you can fit in some walks, if you can fit in some cardio stuff as well alongside that, perfect. But if you want to go a little bit more serious and you want to build a bit of muscle, yes, we can look down that weight training route, but whatever type of exercise, whatever gets you moving is great. I do, I always obviously take the mick out I did an IGTV the other day, taking a mick out of them hit workouts you see on Instagram where the kind of people are jumping around, flicking resistance bands around and all that sort of stuff. Yes, I do give them jip, but if you've went from doing nothing to doing that and that's getting you moving, 
100%. I'm all for it. I just want to get the point across that doing that for the rest of your life isn't going to isn't going to really be beneficial long term. You're not going to build muscle. You're not going to be functional. You're not going to be able to do certain things that you could do if you implemented a proper structured program, routine, whatever it is. So yeah, just be mindful of that. But if you're starting from nothing, whatever gets you going, whatever gets you moving, I'm all for it, 100%. So I hope you kind of get my point across of is why you, you can't rely on motivation for anything. Get a solid routine in place. Start off really, really simple. Start off even like setting your alarm 10 minutes earlier than you used to. If you are laying in until 12 o'clock in the day, just try and get up at quarter 12. Then the next day, maybe try and get up at half 11. Then just work backwards very, very slowly. Don't try and go from getting up at 12 o'clock midday and then try and get up at 6 a.m. That's going to kill you and you're probably going to fail. Like failure is the biggest thing that puts people off. So just make it as simple as possible. Yes, you might have little bumps and in, in, in stuff along the way. You, everything might not go smoothly. You've got to be resilient with things. However, make it as simple. Make the process as simple as possible. Another example could be, your weekly shopping. If you want to try and get your nutrition on point, don't go to the shops and then buy bags of biscuits and cookies and stuff like that alongside because then you've got to have the challenge of having that that self-discipline to not go into the cupboard and eat them. Just, just don't buy them. Make your life as simple as possible, which is again what a lot of people, a lot of successful people do. They make their life work for them so they can be as productive and get other things achieved that they, they, they do achieve. So make your life as simple as possible for you set achievable goals that'll give you that feeling of accomplishment that'll make you feel good and then down the line you can progress them slowly and then maybe down the line you might look into getting the coach who can give you that additional knowledge and show you what maybe is the best way to do things for you so hopefully you enjoy this podcast hopefully i haven't went down too many rabbit holes which i do sometimes and yeah, drop me a message after you've listened to, this, listened to this podcast. Let me know what you thought about it. Maybe you're someone who does struggle with routine. You're someone who, who struggles to, to kind of consistently stick to something. You might have that short-term motivation to do something, but two or three weeks down the line, you go back to your same old ways. If you're someone who is maybe listening to this thing, and you know what, that that's kind of me. I can help you and I want to help you achieve the goals that you've maybe always wanted to achieve, but you couldn't do it on your own. So drop me a message on Instagram. The link for that is in the show notes for this podcast. Or you can also email me at brendanpearsonfitness at outlook.com. Again, all my links and everything are in the show notes. You can literally just click on one of the links, which is just a quick two-minute questionnaire. Just type your name in, type your phone number in, your email, what your goal is, and we can organize a quick consultation call, have a little chat, get to know each other, and see how I can help you through either one-to-one personal training, when obviously gyms do open again, or online coaching, which is something that I'm pushing a lot at the minute, which is something where I can work with you from wherever you are. You don't have to be in your castle where I'm based. You could be across across England. You could be in a different country or anywhere. We can put a training plan together for you. You can set nutrition goals for you personally, routine goals, put something together that is going to work for your lifestyle, for your work life, for your family life, whatever your goals are. We can make it very specific and try and get the results that you want and maybe something that you've struggled with for a long time we can get them and hopefully achieve them within a 12-week period and then take them long-term. So if you are interested in that, again, drop me a message. I'm happy to have a conversation with someone. If it's not for you, end of the day, I can only do what I can do. So that's absolutely fine, but it'd be good to have a conversation and see how I can help you. So again, thank you very much for listening to this episode. 
if you can share it on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, if you can send it to a friend, copy the link to this podcast. You might have a friend who's maybe struggling with that routine side of it and creating good habits into their life. Copy this link, send it over to them, and maybe this this podcast could potentially help them out down the line. So thank you very much again for listening. This has been Process. Thank you.